Hello and welcome to the HFL show with me, Ian Ald, brought to you by Highland Football Weekly, your weekly fix of Highland League podcast content is right here on the HFL show. On this week's podcast, we'll speak to Tariff United manager Dean Donaldson and Bucky Thistle goalkeeper Kevin Main. But we'll start this week's podcast by saying a massive congratulations to Rothis, who won the North Scotland Cup last Saturday, beating the holders, Broda Rangers, coming from a goal down at Grant Park in Lossiemouth to score two second-half goals and win the trophy, winning two goals to one. Some sore heads, no doubt, on Sunday morning in Rothis. Congratulations also to Banksa D after they were winners over for Martin in the Aberdeenshire Cup final on Friday night. Quite sensational 4-1 win for the junior side. We're 3-0 up at the break for Martin, eventually ending the uh, cup final with 10 men. Elsewhere in the, the league, plenty of action elsewhere in the league. Six games uh, went ahead at the weekend. Leaders, Fraserburgh left it late with Scott Barber's 90th minute strike, earning all three points at Clacknacudden in a 2-1 win. Inverurie stays second after beating Nairn County by a goal to nil. Tariff and Wick Academy picked up their first wins of the season over Devon Vale and Fort William. And as I mentioned earlier, we'll speak to Tariff United manager Dean Donaldson, who was delighted on Saturday evening a little later on. Uh, the money derby between Forest Mechanics and Keith ended goalless. Meanwhile, Brecon City beat Bucky Thistle in a five-goal thriller at Glebe Park. Uh, joining us on the HFL show just now is Bucky Thistle goalkeeper Kevin Main. Kevin, uh, obviously not the result at the weekend for yourself, but first of all, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, Ian. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, like I say, it wasn't the, the result we're looking for, but um, the, the boys played well and were really unlucky, to be honest. Yeah, let's talk about that game against uh, Breakin City because you guys went down there and beat Breakin City in the SPFL Trust Trophy 3-1 earlier in the season. Uh, Breakin, of course, a lot's been made about Breakin stepping into the Highland League. Um, they haven't had it all their own way, though. I mean, I know that you know they've obviously got some players that have played at a higher level, but they haven't had it all their own way. What, what like a game was it on Saturday? Um, to be honest, it was quite quite an open game. Uh, the, the I think the managers came out and said that obviously it was two teams going and attacking each other. We, we could have went there and sat in and tried to nick a result, but the way we play, we go and attack teams and um, hopefully we can score more than them. Uh, for the fans, it was a really entertaining game and I think there was a bit of everything there for them, goals, red card and just end-to-end stuff. And in terms of... Breakin City, I mean, that probably is, well, I was going to say your first, but of course not, it's your second experience of playing them this season, but uh, what, what, uh, what, what's kind of, what like was Breakin City in terms of, you know, team-wise, I mean, are they, are they going to be up there challenging with, with, um, with the Elixir Cell and Fraserburgh and, and Locos and Broad at the moment uh, for the, the title coming into the season, they look quite strong. Ah, definitely. They've got a, a few boys on loan for obviously Premier League clubs. Um, they've they've got I think it's seven or eight games in the league now, so they've got an understanding of what the the Highland League's about. Um, they're going to come up against a lot of different sides. Like I said before, some of them will sit in, some of them will attack them. 
Um, but they're going to take adjust as well. But like you say, the, they've been fly. I think they've won five in a row now. So they're obviously finding their feet and getting a bit of momentum. Um, but it's coming into winter months and once they start hitting the road and travelling up to the likes of Wick and Brora, not, um, they'll see what the High League's really like. That's it, yeah. I mean, there's, good, there's lots to, for, for Beacon still to experience. And a trip to Victoria Park as well, no doubt, along the lines as well. But in terms of uh, Bucky Thistle uh, this season, I watched you guys uh, play Cali Thistle uh, earlier in the, in the season, well, earlier in the season, a few weeks ago in the SPFL Trust Trophy. And, and it's funny you said that about, you know, attacking football. I mean, in that, what, first 15, 20 minutes, I mean, you, you could have easily been uh, one or two goals up. Um, very impressed with the, the way that you guys uh, operated that day and, and, and that game alone, I think, obviously, very different opposition, playing a, well, the championship leaders at the time. But you didn't disgrace yourselves. You, you lost 4-0, but it was never a 4-0 game. How have you, uh, how, what have you made of the, the season so far for you guys? Um, it started really well. Um, on, the, on the Cali game, we, we've got a free hit, to be honest. Um, obviously, Cali, like I said, a championship side. So for us, it was just to go out and try and express ourselves. Um, we obviously made a few mistakes and when you play teams at that level, they're going to punish you. Um, but for the likes of that, for Bucky, for us, how we're going this season, um, the the start of the season went really well, but we've kind of tailed off a wee bit. The, the last five or six games, we've, we've had quite a tough run. Um, a lot of away games, away to Rothis, away to Broda, obviously away to Cali, and then away to Brehan. I think we're away for Martin there as well. So it's our teams and about the top six we've been playing. And unfortunately, we've may picked up probably as much points as we'd like to have. Um, and that's something we're going to have to try and work on if we want to climb the table. Yeah, because one of the games you mentioned there, the game against Fraserburgh a few weeks ago, um, you know, you were you were minutes, seconds away from uh, from recording a, a 2-1 win. Fraserburgh came uh, back into the game to draw it to each, you know, games like that, that kind of, uh, I suppose, I suppose, a little kind of arcs, if you like, of the season. But you know, on the whole, you're you're sitting fourth, and I'm sure that you know um, you guys can 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 go on a run and, and get back in amongst uh, amongst the likes of Fraser Brown, Locos, and, and indeed Breaker and Rothis. Of course, we forgot to mention them at the top. Yeah, definitely. Um, you just need a good run of games. Um, everyone's got to hit a wee blip through the season. It's just when teams have their blip, you didn't have it for too long. Um, the Fraserburgh one we were really unlucky I thought um, we went 2-1 up with about 3 or 4 minutes to go and they've got a, a penalty at the end and it's basically the last kick of the game mm-hmm. um, And but the thing is that's the sort of luck you need Fraserburgh's obviously getting the luck just now they've, they've got the 93rd minute winner against Clark at the weekend um, and the thing is they're racking up wins and it's going to be difficult for teams to catch them but all we can do is keep trying to keep the coattails and maybe go under the radar a little bit well, we can't talk about your midweek game. We're recording this on, on Tuesday evening. You're at home to uh, Forest Mechanics. So we can't, unfortunately, talk about that game. But we can talk about this weekend's game against Locos because you've got uh, games coming up thick and fast. You've got um, midweek games uh, this week and next week at home to um, for volume as well as Saturday in between times as well. Yeah. Three home games yeah. uh, coming up for you as well. Uh, you know, you've been on your travels um, across the Highland League and indeed... Uh, and the Scottish Cup as well. Uh, three home games important. That Locos game at the weekend as well is, is shaping up to be kind of game of the day, if you like, because because Locos have been going well too. They're second in the table at the moment, of course, under new management as well with Richard Hastings coming in there. Uh, difficult one on Saturday for you, or you're uh, or are you kind of 
relishing that one and, and looking forward to it? Um, ah, it'll be difficult. Uh, the locals are always uh, very well set up. Like I said, they've got the new manager, uh, Richard Hastings, in, and he's got them playing well and getting results. Uh, but we'll just go into every game, how we do, and that's to try and win, trying to be entertaining. Um, and we'll just probably go at them for the, the start, to be honest. Um, we're at the stage where we need to just go and push on and, and try and get as much points on the board as we can. Um, and like you say, we have three home games and we'll be looking to take the, the maximum points for that. It's funny you, you say that about, um, you know, Beacon City and, uh, you know, the, the fun and frolics that will come in the, in the months ahead. I, I read somewhere that uh, I think <clears throat> on the West Coast, the Gritters are, get, are going out today because um, or tonight overnight uh, because of the temperatures going down. So winter's around the corner. In that regard, because you've got a, a heap of games coming up in October, you've got four in the space of a week and a half, if you like. You know, important to get points on the board. I know it's it's all cliche. Important to get points on the board earlier on, but it really does when when the winter comes into it because we might have games. You know, a lot a run of games where you might not play for for weeks. So it is, it is important at this stage of the season to get a run going, isn't it? Definitely, it's it's a momentum, um, and we're quite lucky at Bucky and the Fraser will all be the same because we're on the coast that we don't really have a lot of games off. Um, but where you go inland, maybe Keith Huntley. The likes of the breaking players travelling for the, the central belt, some of the games might be called off late. So you could go, like you say, a run, a bad weather, and you didn't have a game for three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when your momentum kind of goes. So if you can get the points, like say, on the board and, and just have a right bash it in October, November, December, then you can really have a look at the table in January and see where everyone's kind of sitting. Now, from a personal point of view, you're back at Bucky Thistle um, for a second spell. Uh, enjoying life back at uh, Victoria Park I am liking it loving it at the end of the day I left I think it was about seven eight nine years ago maybe um, and I spoke to Spider in the summer and obviously he was wanting to come back and try and help Lee the young goalkeeper is there as well and if I can get a bit of experience for him and take him on as well and try and help him because um, obviously he's going to be the Bucky's number one in the future um, and like I say I, I'm enjoy being back and it's a five minute walk to training and a five-minute walk to home games, so it saves all the travelling back and forth in Aberdeen two, three times a week. Yeah, just to be back around some familiar faces as well and, you know, familiar surroundings for yourself as well, you know, especially after the year that we've all had in terms of, you know, COVID, etc., perhaps that kind of, the home comforts just, you appreciate it more. Definitely. Um, a four, like obviously, like when I was from Martin, I used to leave the house at quarter past five, and that be me sometimes to 11 o'clock at night, whereas now with Bucky, uh, training's at quarter to seven, so I leave the house at 20 to seven, I'm home for nine, um, they're travelling the 96 three times a week, and like you say, it's enjoyable, other boys come through for training, and it, it's a good bunch of lads, and they've got a lot of potential. And Spider as well, working with, working under Spider this time, um, he's quite some character, you know, he's he's very passionate, um, and I've been very impressed, in, in, you know, in the last, year or so, um, you know, the way that he sets up his teams, you mentioned their attacking football as well. Uh, what's, it, what's it like working under Graham Stewart? Uh, really good. I've known uh, Spider, obviously, we're playing with him uh, up Bucky, but even like with under 15s, I've actually come through uh, Albion Boys Club in Aberdeen, played football with him before he joined Cali, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a winner. He just wants to win every game, and obviously the standards were set ourselves with the start of the season. He's uh, just looking for us to get back to winning ways and 
play with a smile. He wants he wants help you enjoy themselves, but it's enjoyment comes with winning. So no, he's a winner and it's it's good to be about playing playing for him. Kevin, wish you all the very best at the weekend and for the rest of the season. I appreciate your time. You've just uh, finished a taxi run uh, from Rainbows as well um, on your on your night off from training. So I appreciate uh, squeezing some time in. And uh, yeah, as I say, all the best for the weekend and the season ahead, mate. Perfect, Ian. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to welcome onto the podcast now Tariff United manager Dean Donaldson. Uh, Dean, first and foremost, how's it going? It's going all right. It's going all right. Um, very good win at the weekend, so happy manager for a change. I was going to say you'll um, you'll no doubt be still you know buzzing after after that first win of the season at the weekend as well. Uh, judging by Tariff United's social media as well, it was a it was a I mean, Saturday night was brilliant. It's a huge sigh of relief, and I know that you you went home happy on on Saturday night. Yeah, no, I did. The boys, the boys, the young boys did really well um, on Saturday. And after we got the first goal, um, we kind of didn't look back in that game, which was which was really good to see um, because we've got the first goal in a couple of games before, and we kind of didn't manage to see it out losing a late goal at Forest and um, losing three goals up at Clark. So. It was really good to get that that win for the boys, um, and some win as well. You know, four, winning four 0 at home to Devonville. You know, that was it was um, a, well, a sensational win, if you like. Yeah, I, th- I don't think Devonville was at their best, um, and we kind of got the, the break um, in the game, which which was important for us. Um, but after that, as I say, we didn't look back. Um, we played some really good football, and, and the goals, the second, the third, and the fourth goal. There wasn't any luck in that. The, the, all the goals were well worked, and, and the boys beat them away really well. As I say, it's the, it's the first win of the season. Um, you've had a few, you know, good results in terms of you know draws on your travels, especially as well. But how nice a feeling was it just to get that? I mean, as you, as you say, you've got you're working with the young squad this season. You know, just from a, from a personal point of view, just to get that first win, uh, and but also from uh, a point of view of the rest of the team as well to kind of see the the fruits of the labour of the last number of weeks you know you've been working hard on the training pitch working hard to get that first win just to, to, to accomplish that on Saturday that must have been a great feeling yeah it was um, the week before we, we had Keith and with six or seven boys that just weren't at um, and you get that with the young boys and then we, we freshened things up for Saturday and we, got, and we got the win and it just shows that the hard work is paying off and I mean, I, I says before that to, to the club um, who, who have got great guys running the club, I says to them that um, this would get worse before it got better when I took over. Um, and, and to be fair to the to the boys that are playing, it's not got that bad. I mean, we haven't got the wins, but we've not been getting pummeled either. But the boys are starting. They're a young team. I mean, the young the team that played on Saturday could all can we could play that team in a twenties game um, every week because um, they're so young. But um, it, it just shows that the things that we are doing is working. It's just going to take time. And they're not going to play well every week. Um, they're going to be inconsistent. I mean, some of them are only 17 years old. But as long as they're, as long as they're doing what I'm asking and they're trying their best, then, then we're going to have to try and stay as positive as, as we can for that, for the boys. Um, can I get too down when we get beat? And can I get too high um, when we win? We just need to focus on the next game and, and keep trying to improve. I spoke to you when you got the job, Dean, uh, back at the start of the year, and you know you mentioned there about a young side, and and I suppose 
you know, you, you mentioned there about you know the talking to the board about you know um, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But you know what you were signing up for. But you must enjoy that from a coaching point of view. You know, having to work with you know a relatively young squad, but you've got that ability there to kind of. Uh, mould youngsters perhaps uh, a little bit better than maybe kind of experienced pros but you've you know you've you've got a, a good project to get your teeth into there it seems yeah I, th- I think I could I think I could manage experienced boys no, no problem as well but I've, I've been managed I've been coaching uh, young boys for six seven years um, prior to taking on any management job so mm-hmm. um, I feel I feel like I can get the best out of young players but I, but I also feel like I could get the best out of experienced players as well I just think that I need certain types of players to work with, um, and the boys that that didn't hang about and, and and didn't really like what I'm asking for them. Some players wouldn't want to to do the things I'm asking, mm-hmm. which means we just need to get the ones that do. Um, because I do I do look for um, a certain type of player with a certain type of attitude um, that is really going to help the team. Um, and and the boys, to be fair, the ones that we've got. Um, have all got it, and the ones that we've got rid of, and are now near with us, um, probably didn't. So that's, that's the reason they're gone. So that's the reason it was going to get worse before it gets better. And now we just need to make sure that when we're adding, we're adding the right type of player to help these young boys, um, so that it comes from them and they just come in from me all the time. And what an experience for these, you know, young lads as well, because they're effectively every week learning on the job, aren't they? Yeah. Every week, every week we're 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 doing something in training to try and help them. Um, we're looking back on their games, or I mean, every week I'm I'm thinking of some of something to try and help these boys um, because I think it's important um, that they, they continue to keep trying to get better because at that age that they're at, the world they'll only improve as long as we're looking after them. Now this week's a very busy week. We were recording this on on the Tuesday, so we aren't able to. Uh, to comment on your midweek game, uh, a midweek game which I'm sure uh, will be a, a tricky one um, for any side in the league because Rothis are still unbeaten and on the back of um, that cup win at the weekend, no doubt that'll be a a, a, a good game for you. But um, this weekend you're at home to to Fraserburgh. It's a tough week, isn't it? But at the same time, you know we're talking about learning on the job there and, uh, and not getting too low. But you guys will be on a high, so it, it, they view these games from a a different viewpoint, if you like. Yeah, I, th- I think um, that this two games coming, we're going to lose. We're not expected to get anything. So again, we'll go in and we we'll try and we we'll try and we we'll try and put across our way that we want to play and try and stamp our authority in the games. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then we're learning. So it's it's a win-win for us. I mean, the pressure's on Rothis and Fraserburgh to go and get the points. These these guys are expected to win their games and, and be right up here at the top of the league, where where we're not. So. I mean that's 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 what I'm saying. We need to really um, manage the players and, and their expectations, and and just as long as they're giving their best and they're trying to learn, that's that's all we can ask just now. Yeah, because I suppose the young lads there. I mean, there's no pressure on them. They've just got to go and enjoy their football, and and I suppose that's a that's a brilliant thing, you know, as a, as a footballer, I imagine, you know, just to 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 go out there and. And just have fun and enjoy. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, you want to win, but at the same yeah. time, just go, just go and enjoy yourself. And you know, okay, you're coming up against you know two of the the kind of informed sides in the league at the moment, but just to go out there and know that there's no no pressure on you. Expectation, obviously, you know, you you, you do expect a performance and 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 some yeah. something from the game, but 
you know, the, those guys can just go and enjoy themselves. I mean, it's two games to, to really enjoy yourselves in. Yeah, the only pressure I put on the boys is is to make sure that they're working hard for themselves and, and also for the team. As long as they're doing that, I mean, they've got the freedom to go play um, and enjoy these games. I mean, it's a, it's a win-win for the boys. It honestly is. There's there's nobody in the Highland League will expect us to get anything. Um, so it's 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 up to them to, to go try and prove, to prove people wrong. And, and if they don't, then it doesn't really matter. They go on the next one. And if they do, then they get their tails up. One result that um, caught my eye last weekend, and I'm sure many others as well, was Fraserburgh's uh, narrow win at, at Clark. Obviously, they left it late, you know, scoring a, a kind of stoppage time winner at Grant Street Park. But Clark and the Cudden, by all accounts, you know, gave them a, a, a real kind of a fright as well. A Clark aside, again, similar to yourselves in terms of, you know, a lot of youngsters there, a lot of kind of uh, new players to the league as well. And they started the season on a on a kind of you know they picked up a few bad results but out of nowhere put a run together as well I mean looking at the Clark example first of all at home to Fraserburgh this weekend you know anyone can can give them a game you know um, I'm sure that'll be what your message is to the players but at the same time you know the Clark example in terms of if you put a few runs together you can start to propel yourselves up the league table yeah yeah I mean Fraser like the top teams are they're, they're not going to hate all their own way every week they're going to hate games where they're not going to they're not going to break you early and they're going to have to work hard for the win and, and you're just hoping that that's the game it's against yourselves and um, they, they didn't get a couple of early goals and your and your young boys heads didn't go down I mean the Clark team that we played um, you can see they've got a young team but they're also very spirited and, and they give their all for their management um, and they're, they're actually not a bad side I haven't seen them yet this season myself, but um, I'm 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 led to believe that they have, uh, yeah, they've impressed a lot of people who have who have, who have seen them uh, play. Uh, Dean, uh, thanks very much for your time. Uh, it's been a very be a very busy week for you with that game against Rothis uh, tomorrow night as we record this, and of course the visit of Fraserburgh this weekend. But uh, yeah, once again, thanks for your time and, and all the best. No, you're welcome. Thank you. Well, the beauty of recording a podcast on a Wednesday evening uh, scheduled for a, a Thursday morning release is, of course, you miss the, the midweek action, but fear not because I've stayed up late to uh, record this podcast, but also catch up with the, the scorelines from a busy midweek of Highland League action. 46 goals scored in one midweek card. What a midweek card it was as well. Fraserburgh remain out in front after a 6-1 victory at home to Lossiemouth. Lossiemouth took the lead in that game, Fraserburgh hammering 6 in reply. Inverurie, they stay second and they fight off a Brecon City overlap after a 2-1 home success at Harlaw Park. 2-1 for Richard Hastings' side. Barona Rangers won the North Derby. Matthew Wright's hat-trick helped them to a 4-1 success over at Wick Academy. Rothis move up a place as well after a successful 4-1 win against Tariff United. Ross Jack's men, of course, fresh, of course, from that North of Scotland Cup success on Saturday, remain unbeaten for the season. Devon Vale back to winning ways at home against Keith 2-0 for Martin, putting the Aberdeenshire Cup final disappointment behind them. They had to work hard as well at home to Clach 
eventually winning 4-2. Nairn County back to winning ways away at Huntley by three goals to one. And Strathspey Thistle with the scoreline of the evening beating Fort William at home by seven goals to three. They were 2-1 down at the break, quite some second half for uh, Charlie Brown's side. So what a midweek card, plenty more action uh, to come this weekend in the Highland League. Of course, we spoke to Dean Donaldson about his tariff side who will take on the league leaders Fraserburgh at home this weekend. Kevin Main touched on that uh, epic clash at Victoria Park between Bucky Thistle and Locos, the top two sides then away from home uh, this coming Saturday. Elsewhere in the league, Brecon City back on home soil. They take on Huntley, Strathspey, Thistle, fresh from that 7-3 victory uh, midweek travel to the reigning champions, Brewer Rangers. Fort William smarting after that 7-3 defeat, still managerless as well, of course, Callum McLean in interim charge. They head for Inverness and Clack in the Cudden. Forest Mechanics take on Devon Vale. Rothis travel to Keith. Lossiemouth are up against Fermartin. And Wick Academy travel to Nairn County. That's it from us here on the HFL show. My thanks go to Dean and Kevin for joining me earlier this week. So enjoy your weekend, wherever the football takes you.